Okay. Did a little dance? Did a little dance? <laughs> T N O. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of T T N N O N O. Meryl, what is going I'm on here? I'm frozen. <laughs> I'm frozen. I'm, I'm so, stuck there. Spent so much time getting your lighting right. The camera is just like you're too beautiful to move. That's it. Oh. You're gonna just keep it like this. Like I don't Snap know. Snap out of Karen. it, girl. It looks like we're, it, it looks like we're having the greatest conversation. Meryl's like, what? What? Oh! <laughs> what a comeback if you've ever seen the greatest comeback ever that, that on tino that was it thank you very much meryl loved it and she's what? frozen again that, i'm frozen again do you know do you know why i'm frozen it's because my surname is spelled incorrectly like oh well you know i mean we, we've got to test that out you admin what were you sleeping it was a long day it was a long day technical director this is so weird <laughs> why am i freezing out like this um no that's okay that's okay um, for everyone online, we've got great news and terrible news as this, as it goes, you know, the castaway in the house is Karen, uh, Meryl, I don't know what you think about having Karen here today in your, in your company. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? It's fantastic. I am starstruck. Look at me. <laughs> like I am stunned. Mer Meryl, don't, don't factor me. I know you're just happy that you get five power ranking points. That's all that you care about. <laughs> well well, we scored evenly this week. So, but yeah. as you can see, I'm stunned. I am in the presence of greatness. I'm not sure what my next move is at this moment in time. So, yay, Kieran! Yeah. Oh, we don't Thank know what you your next move is either. We're waiting for the the next freeze uh, <laughs> frame. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, to everyone know. online, we've got Joseph <laughs> back in the house again, incognito, sorry, Hilgart and Tristan. That's a new name. Uh, so, thank you very much for joining us, Kieran. Dude, yes. what a journey. What a crazy, crazy journey. I was telling you off air, the game that you played, if there was ever a game that I had to model my game on or anyone, I would say, textbook, it would be yours. So tell us, man, was this Thank intentional so or did you just take it take one step at a time? Uh, it was 100% it was uh, intentional. But before we do that, I'm going to say hello to everyone who's listening. Claudia, I don't know if you know this, but I listen every week. I just never say anything because I don't want to interfere with the process and, sure and let you, you know do. that i'm watching sure but you do <laughs> i promise I, I promise so i even know incognito and i know joseph, <laughs> joseph here every week so yeah I, I really do listen every week um, oh, sweet. at some point chappies will say something because he always does say something at some point <laughs> I'm sure. um, That's but yeah no Wait, 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 Kieran, before we get into Survivor, I forgot the icebreaker. And, and Meryl, I'm going to ask you the icebreaker too. And this icebreaker is completely motivated or inspired rather by the plants in the background there. Uh, Meryl's lovely setting. And obviously, Kieran, you can see they're trying to have a plant off. So the icebreaker is, would you rather be a cactus or what water lily? <gasps> Easy. Uh, uh, Easy. A water lily. Because a cactus. I stay, oh I stay so still. <laughs> Because um, I'm hardy. <laughs> well, there you have it. We've got the cactus and the water lily. I mean, this is amazing. I kind of try to pair the two of you together because you're both strategic in your own way, and I like the games that you both played. So, but I love the fact that different different perspectives, but the same thing. I think Meryl's busy getting technical assistance there. But Karen, you might as well kick off then. Let's talk about your survivor journey. 
Absolutely, yeah. So, so to your first question, um, oh, and wait, and here's proof that that I listen. The reason how I know to pronounce your name, Cloud you, is because I was listening last week when, when you told everyone that it's it's Cloud and you. Yay! Hey, Kieran, can you see why this man did so well at the game? Can you see? He pays attention to the details. Also, shout out to <laughs> Damini, who says, Kieran, you gave me inspiration to become the first Indian survivor or Indian girl survivor South Africa winner. Huge fan. So there we go. That's, Come um, on, that's Damini. Cool. There we go. We have it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's part of the reason why, why I wanted to play. Uh, and there's my fiance saying I do listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, so to the question, yeah, everything I did was very intentional. I, I really did want to play a game, you know, I think even in my intro videos, I said, I want to play, I want to lead from behind um, and, you know, only lie when I have to. And, and, and that's the, that's the game I, I really focused on, you know, to play a strategic game actually means you have to play a social game. There's no strategy without, without being sociable. And so mm -hmm. I actually focused on, on the people and getting to know the people. Uh, and, I mean, I could write a thesis on this and, and we would probably go on for hours and hours and hours. But, you know, the game I played was focused around people and understanding them and, and their motives and how, and how they view the world and pairing that with a good understanding of the context of the game of Survivor and Advantages and how the game generally pans out and, and meshing the two together to say, well, specific people in a specific context will generally do X, Y, or Z. Yeah, and I think um, it, it was prevalence in terms of how you you play it uh meryl are you are you are you good to go i know you're getting frustrated but just go with it we can hear you and yes, that's the most okay. important thing yeah you can hear me i can even sing i'll sing to you no <laughs> kieran listen you like i i must agree with all the sentiments and even from the people in the chat saying like you have inspired them if there was a game to model it would be yours so flippin well done and you spoke about the power you, rankings Mary. earlier on and i only ranked you and i said this to you as well and i said it like every time i did the power rankings i only ranked you at the bottom because you were not getting a winner's edit and like because everything your game was just so perfect that that was that was the only indication for me that you were not going to make it all the way to the end was the edit otherwise like all hail king kieran Oh, thank you, Meryl. That, that, that's very, very kind. You, you guys will see. I'm, not, I'm still not very good with compliments. So I, I, just, I don't know what to do with my hands or, or my face when, when someone's saying something nice to me. So, so thank well, you. Spirit, thank you very spirit much. Fingers is a good start, Kieran. Spirit Fingers. You, you're doing it. That's cool, man. Um, <laughs> Joseph's got a good one. He says he's glad that you watch TNO every week. But he says he wants to hear what you remember about Inesu back in the, the university days. Obviously, early on, you pointed that out. You're like, I recognize her. And I still asked the question. It's funny that you didn't find yourself in the same social circles. But yeah, tell us. How do you so, know? So yeah, look, I knew of her. Not, I didn't know her. So I'd never met her until Survivor. But I knew of her because one of my mates really liked her and was, you know, tr tr trying, trying, his, trying his luck um, <laughs> to, to, to get the interest of Anes. So I, I, don't, I don't think he ever did. But I heard about it enough to, to be like, okay, Anesu, UCT, doctor, it has to be the same girl. Um, so, yeah, that's really, really how, how I knew of her, yeah. What a mate. He was already doing like pre-game uh, recon of your survival Ooh. game without even knowing. I know. It, it, what was it? 11 years later, it's, it's, it's bearing fruit. So I have to, I have to say <laughs> big thanks to him. Did he drop your messages on the side? Like, bro, that's an issue. Remember I was telling you about it? Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, he, he, was, he was trying to rile me up when, when the cast was released. He's like, 
Jeepers, I'm I'm so excited to see my favorite person on, on Survivor South Africa. And it's like, and it's nice to also see you there, Kieran. Like, stop this, stop this. <laughs> oh man, that's that's great. Uh, Meryl, do yeah. you have anything you want to kick off with from the Kieran perspective? Um, I just want to comment on the Anesu thing as well. I I always felt that like Anesu and Kieran were like kind of they played a very similar game. Maybe they weren't swapped in the same ways and didn't form the same bonds. Mm. But I, I thought that your gameplay, the way you thought about people and your social connections, um, and it was it was also just so evident in the way that she went out at the time that she was also trying to yeah. blindside you. So um, I think you were so well matched in terms of like strategy and social and strength without seeming too threatening. Um, yeah, Anesu. I was also sad to see her go. Uh, you know, I completely agree with you, Meryl, just in terms of the mirroring. It's it's like a, a low-budget like crime movie where, where they get one of the criminals in to, to work with the police and they're like, and the criminal's like, I know exactly what he's going to do because I just need to think about what I'd do. Right? It's like <laughs> one of those silly things. And that's exactly it when, when it came to, to Anesu. It's like, okay, what is Anesu going to do? Well, what would I do in Anesu's position? It, it, yeah. the, the way we played was very, very similar. Was that an opportunity missed in, in terms of going, you played a very similar game. Why not play with her then? If you think similarly, make similar decisions, was it too close to home playing with someone too, too similar to you? No, it's because I knew Francois Chapman had a heart. So she wanted to play with, <laughs> with, with Chappies and Santini. And, and, you know, her, her game was, again, very similar. She's like, I have a shield in, in, in Chappies and I'm going to use that shield. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and inevitably we would either, you know, have to do a Wendell and Dom and like, we have to be happy to sit next to one another or it would be mutual destruction at some point. And, and if it's going to be destruction, um, you know, I, I really wanted to, to, to pull the trigger first. Yeah, and you did. Mm. You did pull the trigger first. Uh, you know what is quite interesting in terms of Meryl, you had Dante, Kieran had Tyson. In terms of relating the two, did you see any, any similarities in their game versus your game? Because, I mean, this is how I try and pair people on the show, by the way. This is literally yeah. what I try and do. I, I'm smart to think smart who, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think who I was um, speaking to. Oh, it was it was somewhere on the deep dark, dark web chat room thing. Um, is uh, we, they, Someone was saying, like, Warda um, had to – she she was uh, kind of a Tyson sounding board and also helping to calm him down. Because if he speaks his mind, and, and like I thought about it, I was like, yes, this reminds me so much of Dante because he was a very black and white and he'd flip so quickly. And a lot of the time I had to like go back and say, uh, this one I said this about you. So the <coughs> next time they talk to you, just keep this in mind. Or like, and, and it's a lot of taming of this uh, meat shield beast that you have to, um, I suppose, you, he wasn't your the taming of the meat shield beast. Yeah. I love that from yeah. a strategic. If you're ever playing Survivor, note where's Tato? Tato always takes notes on the show. Make note, meat shield beast and taming. That's very important. It's, there. it's hard work. It's such hard work. There's no point having a, a meat shield if you can't tame it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I saw a lot in 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 the in the car and the way they get so easily annoyed with people and um, like the social part of the game and you know batting your eyelids at people and nodding and smiling and you know like neither of them were interested in that part of the game it was like i am here and what you see what you get so mm. yeah i totally <laughs> saw a similarity 
you know, I was before the season started. I was rewatching the South African survivors and rewatching season seven with a different lens. It was so funny looking at at Dante in the first couple of episodes, where he's just cracking jokes and everyone is laughing at what Dante has to say, and he's the life of camp. And then, like, fast forward six episodes in, and this man is like, "I hate everyone. They all <laughs> must burn." You know, it, it was hilarious. And and you know. <laughs> Tyson is very much an introvert, so you know he's never going to go on a, on, a, on a rampage. But you can see there's this like seething quietness about him where he's just he's not impressed. Um, and it, it, he and he wasn't like that at the beginning either. It's the elements really knock yeah. you back, right? And, and and there's this reversion to the mean, and and I guess you know who you are in 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 that space with different people really comes out. And I'm lucky that my natural way of 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 it is actually I just get more lighthearted and and revert more to humor. It's like there's something about group suffering where I'm like, well, if we're all going to suffer together, we may as well have a good time about it. Um, yeah. And and that's like that's how I almost get more energy out out of those situations. So it's you know so, sometimes those those natural inclinations can also be a bit of a, a blessing or a curse. Yeah, I mean, that is one way pretty much getting what being uh, on the boat, on the water there when uh, storms get tough, just make a joke. And if someone goes overboard, laugh at it. And then you, you, you want, like Paul would say, one step further in the game. Um, we've got a, a question here from Hilgaard saying, Kieran, did you approach pre-merge differently than post-merge in terms of gameplay? And if so, how? <coughs> um, so, so, so yes, and and no so i mean consistently it was about people and understanding context and that's the thread that that runs through pre-merge and and merge um but so i i was happy to be a lot more cutthroat in pre-merge because there's no jury so you know if 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 i annoyed someone or whatever the case may be i was like you know let bygones be bygones it's fine because there's no impact to your game and to your chances of winning whereas at merge there's a lot more more impact. So, so you want to curate how you speak to people, how they feel about you when they're voted out. That that matters more. So that was a big part. The other part was just how active I was in trying to control the vote. Pre-merge, you know, you cannot be fixated on working with two or three people to get to the end because the game always changes. So, you know, a, a great example would be when Dino goes home, I really, really, really wanted to work with Dino. I got along like a house on fire with, with Dino. And I, I just wanted him to be there, you know, to work with him and actually just to have fun. Um, yeah. And when it was time to vote him out, it was a case of, you know, Tyson was still upset uh, after the last vote because he felt like, you know, Dino and the original Zumba guys said they wanted to work with him, but, they, but the way of showing it was to put votes on him. And he's like, it just doesn't make sense for him. And I was like, okay, but I can see it from the sense of they want to flash an idol while saying they want to work with you. So there's a bit of give and take. But because Tyson was like, he really wanted to, like, he was a bit frustrated with it. I realized I, I had to relent, right? You know, he had already given me a bit of leeway, you know, going and telling Renee about his idol and, and a few other things. So I knew that I had to relent. And, and that was me letting go and not trying to control the vote. Whereas... During the merge phase, it was more, then they were like, well, you know, there are very few numbers. We have to consolidate. We have to make sure that, um, you know, we can keep control as best we can. And so something like the Anesu vote, I mean, that morning, there were still questions. Is it Anela? Is it Nicole? I'm like, guys, it has to be Anesu. 
It 100% has to be Anesu because they're coming for us. And, and that, those are one of the instances where I was a bit more forceful in saying, guys, we need to think about it in a specific way. And, and that, for me, is probably the biggest difference. Before merge, it's whoever you want, I'm happy to take them out. More than happy to take them out. And then after merge, it's cool. I need to start thinking about how the cards are falling and, and, and where I fit in. Yeah. And I suppose to a certain degree, it worked in your favor, but obviously it then started putting more of a target on your back and it was hard to shake off, which also begs the question here, you, the relationship with Tyson. Um, in Meryl's situation, and similar to your case, you both got booted off before your, your alliance member, largely because of the threat painted on your back, the threat <coughs> levels. Yeah. Now, from a Tyson perspective, would you say, like in terms of, I think we've got a question last week, someone asking um, from a, a Tyson playing the idol and the chappies, the, 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 the move that arguably changed the game. Was that something that Tyson actually wanted to do, playing the idol for, for chappies? Or was that something that you had to really talk and persuade him, seeing as, you know, it is quite, you know, a lot of you speak about the give and take. Was that a little bit of give and take and you managed to persuade him or what happened from that perspective? So, so Tyson is a gamer. So, you know, he was, he was happy to, to, to make that move. And, and, and he, you know, not being a, a super fan of the show um, also helps because, you know, I, I always think, would I have done the same thing if the roles were reversed? Would a Rainier type person do the same thing? And the answer is probably not. I'm not putting that big a target on my back. The first vote after merge, it's like, it's generally suicide, but Tyson went for it. And, you know, like all credit to him. Um, so the coaxing of the initial move, no, but towards the, towards the actual time of the vote, he was getting a bit of cold feet. Warda was, was also a bit worried that I was double crossing them. Um, in tribal council, Tyson was like, I'm playing the idol for myself. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You are safe. We have to play it on chappies. So, so, you know, there is a bit of the paranoia that comes through, but again, like testament to, to, to Tyson for for being willing to do it and then you know even in the moments of doubt to being like i trust my lines i'm going to do it it is the right move i i i honestly don't think many people could have could have done it or would have willingly done it mm. i that that um that move of the first uh first merge boot there were so many factors and people and plays that had to come together how did you keep your wits about you and how did you trust all of those people because it, it it was really it was so multifaceted this whole thing that you couldn't attribute it to one person or two even two or three i mean a lot of people had to take risks for this move to no every single person played a part right so anesu was playing double agent and it was between Anesu, Anesu and Warda, you know, thought of the name Marisha. Um, Santini was playing double agent. I was playing double agent. Um, you know, Tyson had the idol. He had to play the idol. Um, I, I had the plan to send Tyson to. There were just so many moving parts. And I think yeah. I, I think what really galvanized all, for each person it was something different. So for Santini, it was seeing the, the three blonde girls sticking together and realizing like she was on the outs, that came through. For Anesu, it was her experience in Vuna 3.0, where she saw that Marisha like really had a stranglehold on the camp, or perceived stranglehold on the camp, and you know was telling Anesu, "Don't worry, you'll be seventh. So you know there was motivation there. Tyson, Warda, myself, you know the motivation was well. We've just got rid of two original Zambas. It doesn't make sense. And Chappies, well, you know, his motivation was those guys are trying to get rid of me. I, I, I need to, I, I want to work with the people who want to work with me. 
Um, so, you know, the interests were aligned. And beautifully, Chappies had painted himself in a light where for everyone at that point, it was conceivable that we could have a consensus vote at merge, which is almost nonsensical, right? To have 11 votes on one person when you're in a 6-6 a, a six, six deadlock, like, mm. something's amiss. So, you know, Chappie's also played his part to perfection, which was, you know, digging to, for, to China, looking for that idol. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I have another question. There's so much happening in the chat. It's really... <laughs> <laughs> it's like quite fun. There's a party in the chat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, you spoke about like kind of mirroring Anesu and, and um, anticipating her move. But I think that you did this throughout with everyone. It, it was so interesting. The editing is that like three people would like talk about something and then switch to uh, Kieran telling Tyson or Anela, listen, this is what they're going to do. It's like, yes, yes, that's what they're doing. How did you know? Like, how, how were you able... And I want to say it like this, coming back to my previous question, there's so many things that play on your mind and like someone who just does a shoulder roll a different way or tosses their hairs, it means something, you know, or it doesn't mean something. And yet you are able to always know exactly and to trust fully that what you see and what you perceive of other people is the right thing. Like, do you have ex life experience in moments like that? Or is it just something that kind <coughs> of switched on and came alive in the game? Mm. Meryl asking the, the, the hard, nice, beautifully <laughs> wrapped questions. There's the present. Open the present. Let's hear the, the answer. And also, Tato, are you taking note? Again, um, that's all I've got to say. <laughs> Let's hear this. So, yeah, look, so I'm, I'll answer the first bit. It is who I am in normal life. And it became, like, towards the end, it was, it was I, there was this point where I was like, cheapers, I've never been so aware of everything going on around me. It was like I had elevated myself to a whole new way of just viewing the game. It was I felt I felt like I'm like cheapers. This is super saiyan. You, you, you were plugged fire. in. You were plugged in. There was no, a moment. I, was, I, I really to, was. When you went to the the auction, I was like, this like is Neo, like Neo, whatever. He had. It's like his head. He's plugged in there. Like just looking, you're like, this is gonna happen. The edit's like, oh, that happened. I was like, okay, nice. Yeah. You know, and even in this in my boot episode, I'm like, you know, Nicole is rigid in a way of thinking, but I think if I had more time with her, I would I would be able to get on my side, and. I, to this day, I believe it. And when I look back, that is the one time when I'm like, Jeepers, Kieran, you, you were really plugged in because I knew how, and, and quickly talking about Nicole, like Nicole was betrayed by Anella and she was betrayed by me, but she had been working with Anella, you know, and, and using a very, like, it's a bad metaphor, but it's, it's an applicable metaphor. It's almost, when I think of people like domestic violence, for example, and people always say, how can you stay with your spouse that has abused you? Well, it's not that simple, right? There's, there's, a, there's a level of familiarity and, and trust and willingness to believe in the good of someone. When someone says it was a mistake, it was against my better judgment. And it's the exact same thing at play, right? It's Anella almost betrayed the trust, but he didn't actually. And they had a long-term relationship. So for me to come in and be like, you don't have a relationship with me. I nearly betrayed you, but now you can work with me. You know, that... That takes time. And so looking at Nicole, Nicole was someone who loved elevating herself or removing herself from the game and talking about other things, right? And I knew that that was my way. And it was, let's talk about life. You're buying a new place. Let's talk about how you're going to furnish it. I love interior design. She likes interior design. Let's have a chat. It's, a, it's an honest and earnest chat about something that we're mutually interested in. And I can see the long-term benefit in there. Unfortunately, I only had two days. So we couldn't get, we couldn't get to that point. But Meryl, to your point, it, it, I was always looking for signs. So let's use the Anesu vote 
uh, as a case study because honestly that's where I did some of my, my greatest work that that didn't make the camera um, so and sorry Claudio I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ramble on for a bit here go for it please do go <laughs> as as we, go. we receive <laughs> you, you, you guys are sweet so <laughs> you remember with the Sean vote um, I wanted Anela gone and 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 Santi was like no it has to be Sean and I was like fine you know I, I've won immunity twice now I'm not going to I'm not going to um, push push my agenda too far. And so, but and, but I went to Anela. I'm like, Anela, you're fine. We, me and him have been chatting. I'm like, trust me, you'll be here tomorrow, whatever the case may be. We were joking. Everything was great. The next morning when we wake up, I'm like, I told you, Anela, you're safe. And he doesn't look at me. He's just like, yeah, cool. And he carries on. I'm like, this is very weird. And, you know, in that moment, you, you must be, it's like, is he having a bad day? Is he just reacting? I'm like, no, Anela doesn't even if he's having a bad time he doesn't outwardly act different to people so i was like cool something must have happened the only thing that could have happened is someone told him i i i put his name out so i go and speak to him like listen mate i want to work with you um and and in the spirit of honesty you know i want to let you know i put your name out there yesterday because i didn't want people to think that we were working together people see us talking but i don't want them to think we're working together so i put your name out there but I had no intention of ever voting for you. And he was like, he's like, oh, geez, thanks, bro. Thank you so much for telling me that. Because Santini told me that you, were, that you were coming for me. And the only reason why I wasn't voted out is because she saved me. And I was like, perfect. Thank you so much for letting me know, Anela. And then I was like, okay, cool. So now I know Santini was playing the same game I was trying to play. She's, she's let Anela know that I've thrown his name out there and that she had a, which, and factually, she did have a part to play in saving him. But I knew, so I kept that in my dossier. And I'm like, cool, Anela knows now that he can trust me. When Rainier was voted out, sorry, this, this whole Anela and Anessa story is, is very long. Uh, when Rainier was voted out and we, and we had this little... Uh, Gosh, Karen, you're really boring us all. Yeah, just... <laughs> I'm joking, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> so before, actually before the Rainier vote, so, so yeah. where Wada, Tyson and myself are sitting on the beach and Anela comes to talk to us and he's like, he wants to work with us. And, and, and Wada says, you know, by virtue of working with Tyson, Kieran, you're working with myself. And you can see uh, Tyson and I aren't agreeing with Wada. We're yeah. not disagreeing. <laughs> we're, all, we're just looking in the sand, doing our own thing. I could see Anela was riled up. So I went to Anela and I'm like, listen, mate, I am in an alliance with Wada, but I don't agree with how she spoke to you because I, obviously everyone knew Anela and Wada were, were fighting. I'm like, I don't agree with how she spoke to you. Like she, what she's saying is correct. Her tone maybe wasn't correct. And, you know, and I'm sorry if, if, if that antagonized you. And he's like, mate, I'm so glad you told me this. I just want to let you know, after Wada did this, it really upset me. I went and told everyone that she promised me Final Four. So I was like, okay, cool. Now everyone knows that Wada has promised Anela Final Four. So yeah. again, put that in my pocket. I'm like, I'll keep this one for later. <laughs> the Ren so then before we went to go vote out Renia, I started also noticing Anessa all of a sudden and Chappies uh, and, and Chappies can comment because uh, if he's listening, all of a sudden they just started going for romantic walks along the beach and finding oysters and eat. I'm like, this is just out of the blue. This is not what was happening before. Like they were never spending two hours just walking alone. This is very odd. And anyway, they came back to camp and, um, you know, the, I, I went to go speak to Chappies, Anessa and Santini, my alliance. And and I spoke to them for five minutes and they're like, okay, cool, Kieran, a nice chat. And they all broke apart. And Anessa walked with me for like 
50 meters. And then she's like, yeah, we're all good for the vote. Yeah, yeah, we are. And then she disappeared. And I look behind me, Chappie, Santini, and Anesu are back together talking. I'm like, this is my alliance, but they literally waited for me to leave so that they could start talking again. Something's up. So obviously, after we vote at Renier, I'm like, obviously, these guys are plotting against our alliance. If the moment an alliance member leaves, they re reconfigure. Um, and then the last thing, Jeepers, this is a long story. I, I don't even know what the question was. I'm, I was, I was I'm, just I'm joking. So just, just, just keep going. Just keep going. I think everyone um, listening is really enjoying it as well. They're getting some extra insight that they didn't know before. So that's perfect. Yep. So, so then the, the last thing around, like looking at people and, 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 and ascertaining, like, you know, whether we're working together. So, the, yeah, that was the whole point. So I, I could see that when Anello wasn't feeling right and I could predict, you know, now I know he, he, he is a bit worried. So he does get a bit worried. And when he does, he just talks. That, that, that was where I was going. So now when we're trying to vote for Anesu, I've already said, listen, we'll give you Warda at some point. You know, that's, that's the carrot that we're mm. dangling. But I'm like, the fact that I'm still working very closely with Warda is going to make Anela nervous. So what had happened when Renier was voted out after we had that little screaming match is he still had, he'd kept his biltong from the Fresh Top reward challenge. So hey man, this man and... steals food. He's a little thief. This is not this is not stealing. He he kept because we all oh. got the you know after Dina and, and Warda, yeah. Dina and Marisha went to go push against Chappies and and, and Warda. So we all oh, got yes, smoothies yes, yes, yes. and Biltong, and he kept his allotment. So it's the same allotment that Kian was eating in front of Warda. Um, <laughs> okay, and okay. Him so he kept his, and he was going to keep it for a special time. Anyway, after our screaming match. Um, he puts it in my bag. So I get back to camp that night. I'm like, oh, look at this great present, uh, some protein from Renier. I'll keep it for a special day. Anyway, I, I, use, I actually use that for a bit of leverage with, with Anela. So I go to Anela. I'm like, listen, mate, I know I'm telling you we're voting for Anesu. I know you're worried. I've, I've, I've brought your name up in the past. So I understand if you're skeptical, you're worried that Warda may be trying to convince us to blindside you. Uh, trust me, it's Anesu. Here's the biltong that I got from your buddy Renier. Hold on to it. If, I, if I'm lying to you, I'm voting you out with my only source of protein. It's a very stupid move, right? But if you should know you could trust me because it's in my interest to get that biltong back. So if you trust me and we vote for Anesu, we'll come back to camp, we'll open the biltong, we're in an alliance and you can trust me. Just, I just want to point out, sorry to interrupt the story, I just want to point out, so a lot of the time when people play Survivor, you think the only currency is obviously number one's information, the second thing being finding idols and using that to negotiate. Here's Kieran using biltong <laughs> to his strength. And so talk about strategy, is, keep going, Gary. You know, it might be Munti Island, but fundamentally it is Survivor South Africa. It is biltong. <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you could get if, if the if if the if the the, the title of the prize for Soul Survivor was a million sticks of Drovos, I'm pretty sure Afrikaans <laughs> would go from getting forty thousand entries to about four million. So, Biltong you know, <laughs> is the currency that talks. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm surprised there were no Prague rolls or samosas or any samosas or anything like that on offer as well. I mean, yeah, not, nothing like that. Just just Biltong. Yeah, look, if if if, if there were samosas. Um, the comment we had in, in the chat about um, being the first Indian girl to enter would have been long gone if the Samoosas <laughs> moose were constantly a, re a reward on Survivor. Um, but yeah, Meryl, sorry, that whole long story was just about, you know, the, the perception around people and, and trying to think about, you know, what could I do um, to work with them and how do they perceive the world and what matters most to them is definitely something that is, is, is a norm for me in my, in my normal, in my life. 
but it became something I was hyper aware of in the game. And, and Anela was just a great example of how I, I continued to try and understand what he was thinking. And eventually I, I, I read it wrong. So Kieran, there's a lot of chat about Nicole's brother here saying, you know, if Nicole's brother wasn't, firstly, how did you convince him to, to help you? Second, because he felt like a real um, biltong stick, so to speak, after helping you. <laughs> <laughs> and then second thing is, if, if he wasn't around, would you have just used your sisters? What one of the comments, what one of the com comments was? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it was, it, was, it was so in the moment. And in my mind, it was like, we're, there are four of us, we're all aligned. Um, if someone helps me, they help me. Like it, it's, it's for the common good. Uh, I never really ever thought of an idol just being for myself, especially if everyone else knows that you have it, then, you know, you, you, you almost have to use it more uh, in a social way. Um, so no, it was literally just in the moment. I wasn't even thinking about, okay, Peter, come help me. Uh, I didn't even consider using my sister. And you know, the smart thing to, to do if I, you know, would have been okay, just to wait until no one was looking and, throw a rock at it or, or a stick and get it for myself. Or if I, I think I was, if I remember correctly, I think I was worried that what happens to the idol when the archer inside sign goes, does it go with it? Um, you know, which, which in that case, I probably could have just like walked off and just spoke loudly in the vicinity of, of you know, of, of a camera and being like, I think I know where the idol is. I'm going to wait till later. And then, you know, just hope for the best. Meryl, your game yeah. i mean like i said I, th I thought you were quite strategic in your approach did you when you listening to karen talk about all these little elements that he tried to use his advice was it similar to when you played or did you take a step back and play focus more on the social aspect i'm busy writing a thesis here as uh, <laughs> kieran speaks um, just, just make sure you reference because if you don't reference yeah, 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 plagiarism. i'm just like at minute uh <laughs> um uh, do you know what Everyone had um, different motivations for entering. And I think like, I think most people find that thing that they're looking for in the end. I mean, Kieran says he, want, he didn't want to, there's a line that he kept saying, or he doesn't want to be, uh, someone's going to put um, it in the chat. Here for a good time, not a long time. Yes, here yeah. for a good time, not a long time. And he was that, he was um, something, that I, something that Sorry. I always <laughs> saw him do as well, is like, even though, we as viewers know that he sided with Tyson and his Buna OG. Like mm. he's sitting with the Zamba guys, like a talking st strategy, and they're like, "Yo, yo, yo!" You know, but Kieran is there, guys. Guys, Kieran is sitting with you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think the mindset that you come in with, um, and w what I found that when this cast set foot on the beach. It was like they, they were so ready to play. And I, and I did chat to some of them and they said like that the quarantine really like they, they couldn't wait to get out and play the game, which mm. for us, I mean, I, I, at least I can speak for myself and maybe a few other people is that I was, I, by the time I was on the boat, I still couldn't believe I had been chosen, you know? And so it was always like this kind of delay, delay, delay. And there was a lot of piousness also on our season, like, oh, integrity and so, so i i thought that i was reading people but i i didn't i hadn't put my um instincts kind of through the fire you know i wasn't sure if i could trust them in that way i was momming like that was mm. i was the mom <laughs> you know i'd come yeah. from this momming is a tunnel it's like a dark long <laughs> tunnel 
and it starts you start seeing the light when your youngest is four years old or something but, and but like, i like i, I like how you said that though Mira. i like how you said you were mowing like there are certain i suppose persona stereotypes which is why like when you when you are entering survivor they ask who you see yourself as etc and like that was that was a like intentional move on your part kieran like from your side i mean we got Meryl playing the mommy role you your role how did you see yourself coming into the game so it was it was not to be too strategic and not to be seen that way at all so i i really and you won't see it watching watching the show back in my confessionals confessionals i almost used like i focused really on narrating what was going on and offloading my my strategic thoughts but i came in being the class clown you know so I my my whole thing was just making people laugh, having a good time, almost making trying to get them to forget that we're playing a game. Let's just have fun, um, and that's just because I'm I'm a proper extrovert, and you know I, I do fancy myself a bit of a comedian. So I I really wanted just to you know have people have fun and enjoy me as a person. So you know the first couple of days, Meryl, everyone's trying to suss up. So why were you selected for Survivor? Yeah. What's the reason? And I, I, I was just like, I, I know exactly how I'm going to disarm people. They're like, so Kieran, why are you? I'm like, guys, I think I'm a diversity cast. Like, you know, they don't get many Indian people on the show. <laughs> so I think that's why they picked me. And everyone was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. They didn't have an Indian person on season seven. So now and they everyone's have like, one. Hey, like, hey, we, we can't vote him off first because he's the only Indian guy. So this is going to be bad <laughs> if we do that. <laughs> so everyone bought into like, oh, well, Kieran's here because they needed an Indian guy. And I was like, oh, just you guys wait. And then I, I went on, you know, just being my very extroverted self, helping out a camp, making everyone laugh. Like, you'll see when I'm, when I'm voted out, uh, Nicole writes on, on my little parchment, you'll always be the funniest person at camp. So, like, when we went to merge, I was voted the funniest person at this camp. And then I upped my portfolio to Minister of Finance. You know, so I was progressively just taking on more responsibility. But so when you my, became Minister of main... Finance, was, were you more serious then? Because I suppose like in the yes, edit, yes. that's when you started playing. Then it was like, we need to do this, guys. As opposed I, to I'm, going, very, ah, I'm hey, very hey. serious about my portfolio. I'm here to serve. <laughs> uh, I took it very, I counted rice every morning, every night. Um, <laughs> Chappies will know about it. It was the bane of his existence. Um, so wait, so Tyson uh, talks about his CV. You talk about your portfolio. Which one carries more weight? It's, uh, you know, I, 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 oh. <laughs> that's the answer. Oh. No, no, knife to the heart, but completely correct. <laughs> completely correct. Just that um, one there, Meryl. <laughs> you know, it, does, it doesn't help if you have the CV on the computer and you never get a chance to print it out. So yeah. Meryl's 100% correct. But again, we're going back to the sort of the notion of, okay, cool. You get voted out before him. He's got his CV. You've got your portfolio. But I suppose if we really got to weigh, weigh it up, I mean, if you're getting voted, voted off, surely, you know, the portfolio is a lot heavier. No? No. So look, a lot of people ask, like, why, why is Kieran taking Tyson to the end? Why is Tyson taking Kieran to the, to the end? So I think it's yes. two parts. I think, I think on, on, on one part, it was a mutual respect for the game we played. Like, we couldn't have played the expansive game we wanted to play um, without each other. And I, like, I couldn't, all the nice things you guys are saying, it would not have been possible without a Tyson next to me. So, you know, there was that appreciation for that and that almost that willingness as a fan to be like, let me sit next to him and, and see what happens. But also on the other, on the other end, I think I, I, I definitely backed myself to beat him and I'm sure he backed himself to beat me. With me, when I looked at it and also why they chose to vote me out before, before Tyson, if you think of a Venn diagram, um, 
You know, on one on one side of the Venn diagram, you have Tyson and Karen. You should have told me before you came on the show. I would have prepared a Venn diagram, and we would have had a PowerPoint slide for everyone watching. I mean, I don't know if they're going to keep keep up with this. Yeah? Just shows you how do, do, do you not have a, a Venn diagram template but I need on hand? Preparation. I need preparation, Karen. I'm not just going to go out there and do unnecessary things. You, you, you know, don't, you don't. You don't so go catch crabs. Is, well, hang on. You weren't fishing because it was a waste of energy. <laughs> exactly the same thing. But because it's a waste of energy, you should have a standard Venn diagram template. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so in this Venn diagram, you know, you have t- Tyson and Chappies on one, one end. And the way I saw it, good CVs, not so good jury management. And then the other end, you had Nicole and Anella, not so good CVs, but better jury management. And I was in the middle, good CV, good jury management. Like you saw the Santini vote, the, the jury were loving it. So... It logically it did not make sense for anyone else to be targeted but me, right? If if everyone is hyper aware at this point of what it takes to win the game, it, it logically was me. So at that point, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. And Tyson's injured, um, so so it, it added to it. And then it, it really becomes about can I find something that's not logical to to save myself, you know? So the 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 quintessential thing that comes to mind is is Tony Vlachos in Kagayan. Mm-hmm. Telling Wu, it's the noble thing to do to keep me in. Um, but yeah, I, I, and my probably my best bet there was was Anella or Nicole. But Anella, I knew like you know you you saw um, how we responded to Warda after being attacked. So I knew he was going to feel similarly about me because I mean I, I threw everything at him. So it, it was it was Nicole or Chappies. Chappies didn't want to to have a coffee date with me when I asked. Um, and so I, I, did, I did spend some time trying to talk to Nicole, but um, yeah, you know, N- Nicole is also someone who's who's very funny and lighthearted around camp, but is also is yeah. also quite strategic. But the strategic part's interesting. Sorry, Meryl, I'm, I'm going ahead. Here. I just find that the strategic part very interesting from Nicole's perspective, largely because you know you say two days. Clearly, interior design takes longer than five days, so you, you don't have enough time to to cement that one, like cover the cracks there. But the strategy, like her coming in, we've heard the comments saying she's there for a good time, just like you are to a certain extent. And you saying leaving your work pressures back home and going to the game and actually just going out there and have fun was probably the difference in your game versus someone like a Dino or someone like a Jason who put a lot more pressure on the decision making that they made. And I love the fact that you mentioned Tony Vlachos. And what I want to ask the two of you is that when you're out there and there's an opportunity to make a move or a big move, small move, little move, whatever kind of move. When that opportunity is there, one thing Tony did very well is he acted on it immediately and he kind of forced the tide of momentum to go with him. How hard is it to do when you're out there playing the game? I don't have experience, so I'm taking notes. Oh, what? <laughs> what? In, what in do you mean you don't have experience? No, in this department, like turning the tides to make... I, I, I felt like I never had even time to play. I thought I was like down playing my threat level all the time. That was my, what, because everyone was just so much bigger. So I never had time to kind of push whatever agenda I had. So Kieran, this is on you. I'm like a thesis now. We, we <laughs> so so I, 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 you know, I've spoken so much. I don't know, if, have I told you about how I view strategy? It's people and context. Have I mentioned that yet? Hmm. No. Okay. You so you know, you told so, me so, that. You told me that before. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. f- f- fundamental to like good strategy, it's 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 having a good social game. So it's people, and then it's overlaying that with context. So, um, 
from a people perspective, you know, so you have to be a social player to be a good strategist is the way I see it. There, there's no two ways about it. Otherwise, there's no agency for what you're trying to do, right? So yeah. if I think about it, if, if Dante, you know, and I really love Dante, if Dante had been day one Dante on day 25. I was really taking notes. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you really got the <laughs> This is being recorded, eh? This is being recorded, yeah. Okay, but you're getting a live class. And, and listen, if you don't have your, your pen and notebooks out there, you're just missing out. Because this is, no, I this is a master class. No, I want to ask a question on what he's saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, so, <laughs> if, uh, if, if Dante had been day one Dante on day, uh, on day 25, I think, you know, his social game would have been able to, to enact a lot of the strategies he had. Um, and, and so having a social game is fundamental to being able to enact strategy. And, and there are two levels of, of like the people. So the first way I see it is you're good with people in the sense that they like you. They're happy to keep you around. You, know, you don't annoy anyone. You know how to make people laugh and, and all of that. That's the first level of people. And that generally is like the people who get to the end and you call them a goat. They're like, oh, they were liked by people, yeah. but they didn't really do much, right? The next level is, is looking at people and understanding who they are. So understanding their motivations, their circumstance, you know, what, what is their view on this world and, and how do they make decisions, right? Because understanding how a person makes decisions is fundamental to understanding how they are going to navigate this game. And that takes observation. It takes curiosity. It actually takes, like, I'm curious. I want to, like, when we're chatting, I want to get to know more about the two of you. That's just naturally who I am. Um, it's hard to force that. And, and so it's understanding the people. And once you know how people operate, the other part that's important is understanding the context of survivor. What, what are the advantages that are out there? Who has the advantages? What's likely to come up? And once you can overlay, overlay the two. So person X in a specific situation will potentially act out in one of two ways a great a, a great way to think of it is imagine being a child and Meryl, sure, this sure. Will, hang this on will, hang on venn yeah. diagrams is giving us like a word version of a flow diagram now now we, we just just it's it's everything um so Meryl, this will ring true with you because you have you have kids so you know kids understand this we all understand this so people and context Meryl, if you tell your your kid do not open the pot right? Because the food is still cooking, right? Versus if your husband says, do not open the pot because the food is still cooking. It's the same context to the children, but understanding mom and understanding dad, they know what the, the severity of the situation is if they do it to one versus the other. And that is ultimately survivor. It's understanding, you know, how will chappies react to this piece of information in the context of the game versus how will an Anesu react to, to this piece of information in the context of the game. So for me, and, and I can't even remember what the question was, but it was, you know. You're doing great. You're I'm doing just, great. It's, it's just around, you know, focus on, on more, more importantly than the strategy. Just don't even worry about the strategy. Focus on getting to know who am I working with? Who are these people? And, and you know, you, it's, it's, it, it really isn't um, like a, a life orientation exam where it's like, so tell me, have you had any trauma in your life? When you were five, what were your dreams? It's not that, right? It's 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 honest, natural conversations. I feel like, about I feel like those questions are above sort of LO sort of questions. I don't know, Meryl, you still got kids doing LO at school. Is that on par with it or is that one higher grade LO? Uh, yeah, I don't know about I actually homeschool for reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> COVID being it and uh, yeah. But um, so 
I don't, I don't, th I wish they would ask such questions during life orientation, like how to handle trauma, how to like, <laughs> actually equip you for life orientation, you know, like that would actually you, how to, how to pay your tax would have been a great one. Um, right? My goodness. That's something they just thought. And also just, can I just say starting a business budget. and dealing with tax as well and budget. Did those guys charge you when you want to start a business? I'm just putting that out there. And petrol, fuel, like everyone's like, <laughs> oh, you got a license and you have your first car. And then the car doesn't move because you can't afford the fuel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, impossible. Oh, life orientation. No, it, it, it is. Well, and, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Gary. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah. So, so that all I was going to say is it's not it's not a tick box exercise. You know, people are dynamic. People are are varied, and and so it it really is yeah. about understanding who they are and 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 how people respond. Right. So it's. Um, uh, thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> Hello, mom. Shout out to Susan my, Naidu, Mrs. My, my Naidu. Mom is, sorry, my mom is killing it on Twitter. Don't say anything bad about me; she'll come find you. Um, oh, yay, live stream. So I just want to say that that is big ups to that being on a live stream on YouTube on Facebook. Listen, wow. your, your mom is one. Yeah, oh, good, good job. So awesome. you know, you you really really have to 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 focus on understanding people and then having a good context of the game. And that's what, you know, allowed me to, to understand, you know, when Anesu was coming for us, I could understand because I'd gotten to know Anesu. I'd understood that she, she thought of the game in a similar way to me. And in the context of the game, this was the first time that we could really strike and get a competitive advantage. And I'm talking business, but like a real first mover advantage against these two opposing factions. So now was the time to strike, not when it was more comfortable, when there was one Zamba person left or when, when there were no Zamba people left. And so knowing that, I was like, she is 100% planning something this this round, and mm. and you know so 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 it's it's really important for to 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 know both of those things. Yeah, and, and you know, I could that, to you talk all day, yeah, actually. so could I. I've got so many Thank questions. You. I mean, yeah. out of all of this, out of all Every of this, every time you say two, something, I'm guys. I, I have no plans for this evening, so I can go on <laughs> all night. I've got food. Just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there are two questions that. You know that I have in my mind. Firstly, obviously, you to play the game that you you played. You said you're very curious. You know a lot of bits about people. So I'm curious to find out what you know about the other castaways that was shared with you that no one else knows. That's the first thing. But then the second thing, <laughs> we're moving on. That we're moving on is that you know chappies. At the end of the day, you played this incredible game, but chappies focus on the one part of the game, which was the physical side. You know the feeding of himself, uh, and, and then going to challenges and dominating the challenges. And it's interesting to see how that sort of took a player like you out of the game. So after that, I want to ask like how you counterbalance something like that in terms of moving forward. But first and foremost, again, what what are the stories about certain people that you found out that no one knows? So I don't I don't know if no one knows because I didn't ask them my case. Is this a personal piece of information that that, that well, you haven't told anyone? When I say no one knows, but I say it's like the general audience. We haven't seen a lot of things. I mean, the things that Meryl told Dante that not say yeah. we saw on that show. Am I right, Meryl? Is there something that you told everyone that no one knows about what you told Dante? What is the funniest thing you told him on the island? Uh, I, I don't Guys, know. Guys, give no, me I'm... one second. I need to. My beagle has jumped onto the coffee table. I need to get it done. No, that's good. Thank. Give us some time to talk as well. Thank you, um, I hey, think Meryl. I, sp I, I spoke. I spoke a lot about like kind of like a like spiritual experience or like moments that touched your soul, you know. And yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go. So when we lived in the UK, it was a really rough time. Like I had just had a third baby. I was working 
it it was an impossible situation and it was like this first world country and everything is amazing and the food is fantastic sourced from all you have the best blueberries and the best this from peru and the best and um i was i i couldn't uh appreciate it because we were just stuck in such a terrible place and so uh, like i i like the picture for me was me looking down and seeing that i'm in sand and feeling like i'm in a desert and then um i actually wrote a song about um I don't know if I'm on a, is this a tropical island or is this a, a desert? I can't tell the difference. And then when I was on a tropical island in the game, which is like, I'm on a tropical island because my family wasn't there. I had like exactly the same experience, like, especially mm. after the game. Cause when you're in the game, the game is, you're a different kind, you're, you're a different kind of person. You more of yourself without having to dilute yourself to, you know, to all the places you have to go. So you're more of yourself when you're in the game, but mm -hmm. outside of the game, like on the jury, yeah, I'm on like the westernmost part tip of like Samoa on the main and um, up here. And all I can think about is my family. And it was, a, it was the same kind of experience. So we had exchanges like that. We, um, yeah, it didn't, it, it doesn't make camera, the viewers don't see it, but it was really like Mike and I also had a few like really good deep exchanges. Um, and that's part of the social game that doesn't translate onto screen without without like outing someone for X or um, and it, it just it's it, it just doesn't make juicy TV or juicy entertainment. But those are the kind of attachments that take you further into the game because you've shared something really deep. There was an exchange, like a deep exchange between you two. And then when you betray that person, it's why why it is so hard to get over that betrayal, because but we shared something so deep. How could you mm. just betray me? So it's a double-edged sword, that one. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is tough. You know, getting to, to, to know everyone in a personal sense, it does make it difficult playing the game and, and, and navigating those, those feelings. Um, I'm just trying to think. So like I had lots of chats. And, and the other thing is like it, it shouldn't be um, transactional right you should a lot of these chats are happening because you're in this environment with these people um and and you just want to get to know them like i had lots of really nice deep chats with chappies right and you know i, I, I won't share his secrets but at that point uh, you, you know he was he was voting for for mike and i was voting for pinty and but we had those chats because it's 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 you just want to know the people you're working with. Similarly with Sean, I had lots of deep chats with Sean, and I never worked with him once. And it was you know it was it was more just I want to know these people. There there are twenty of us in Meryl's case. There there are twenty there were twenty one of you, and you're bonded by this experience. And what a shame to not get to know every single one of them. Mm. Like you've lost you've lost a potential friend uh, that can identify with you. Um, through this, this this really unique experience, I'm just, yeah. tell my, I'm just going to tell my family to stop using the the chat as WhatsApp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Look, uh, Karen, I'm just going to put this out there. Thanks to your family, I think this is the most live viewers we've had on a Friday evening. So thank you very much, Nadu family. We have to continue to use it as WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so just from the, the context of playing the social game and knowing you share these deep moments, at what point do you, because I mean, you said um, you both share these moments with people, but at what point do you go, okay, cool, I've had this, this interaction with Sean or Chappies, but now I've got to play the game and put my game hat on and actually make the, the cold, hard decisions. How do you do that? How do you turn off that, that personal side? 
I call Kieran yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> You're a psychopath. Like, like, like calculated. Like mm. this is the Venn diagram. This is what must happen now. Completely void of emotion. Um, in, fa in fact, they, they say Tyson is void of, I think like you were able to kind of just cut like this is strategically and logically the next thing that must happen in this plan. Like, and you can see that people don't, they don't begrudge you. That I also don't understand. Um, it's, it's a move that you make and that's it. And then afterwards we can, you know, fist bump each other on the way to the lockers, you know, like, like it's, uh, I don't know. I, 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 this was a masterclass of gameplay that I, I don't think I've really seen actually in Survivor. I haven't really thought about it, but I don't think I've actually seen such a masterclass of play. Yeah. And, and the reason, Thank you, look, Garrett, the reason Meryl says that as well, and I think it's, I mean, it is the season with a lot of super fans playing South African Survivor, and there's a huge shift. This season, there was a huge shift in actual getting guys playing strategy, and I think that's what makes your game all the more impressive was the fact yeah. that there were a lot of game players, and you were still able to, to play the game better up until the point you got voted out. But I think that's, that's the question. So, yeah, follow on from there, Kieran. Um, so I'll, I'll go in reverse. So, so I think the reason why people weren't really ever up, uh, upset with me is because I didn't see it as, as black and white. So it wasn't like I vote against you, you are my enemy. You know, you vote with me, you are, you are my ally. Or you vote, against, you vote against me, you're bad, and you vote with me, you're good. There wasn't black and white. It was very much gray um you know and that really helped because it, it opens doors so like even even the moment anesu was voted out we came back to camp and chappies and i had a long chat that evening just about random stuff and and again it's also i think there's a bit of compassion you feel in the game like it's never nice to to have an ally voted out and instead of feeling smug that was probably when i spent most of my time talking to the people i voted against just because you know, I, like I remember when Marisha was voted up, Nicole was absolutely inconsolable, right? And I think mm. I was maybe one of two people who apologized to her and said, "Listen, I'm sorry that we voted out Marisha. She, it was, you know, she was an absolutely lovely person. It was, it was purely for the game. Whereas a lot of people, you know, are like, Nicole, stop crying. It's just a game. Relax, right? And for me, it's like it's still not nice to see someone. There's a, there's a real. Hum it's funny. It's, it's a real humanity in the game that actually allowed me to be so ruthless. Um, so so it, it was that. And then also, yeah, I think it, I do have a very long fuse. So it takes me a, a really long time to, to snap. But when I snap, you know, hell hath no fury. Um, we and, did and not saw witness that, that at all. We did, yeah, we didn't, we didn't see that. Santony <laughs> <laughs> didn't experience that. I love it. Santini never experienced it. Renia never experienced it. Um, no, so like it, it takes me a, a really, really long time to to get to that point. But when I do, it's it it, it was great also on Survivor to see that I, I actually am really good at winning arguments. In my house here with just me and my fiance, I lose every day. She if she was on Survivor, she would. Uh, no one's winning. Nico, like Nico has handled the cost so well this season. Nico would lose, like easy. So yeah. it was great to be like, okay, I'm I'm bad at home, but relatively I'm I'm still I'm still pretty decent at arguing. She's one of those chief negotiators that doesn't need words, she just gives looks. Bro, she will bring up something that I, I said before I was born and be like, <laughs> You said this, do you not? And I'm like, 
no, I did not. She, she'll be like, yes, you did. And here is the context. And here is, and here is quarter the, the past one on the 2nd of January and 2011, you said this. Oh, my goodness. That's good preparation. Again, the, the, you've the had all these. Yeah. Is this the Slumdog Millionaire except without the million? Is, is that what's going on here? Dude, you had your best friend yeah. wanting to go after an <laughs> SU. You've got your fiance <laughs> teaching you how to have arguments. And even and you know even even the part about um, the quarantine. So I'd spent ten months in Ghana working, and my life was literally hotel room to boardroom, hotel room to boardroom. And I worked with this. Uh, my, my manager was a Bulgarian chap, and you know, like all the stereotypes about Eastern Europeans being these very hardworking. And I must be careful here. Yeah? I have Meryl on the on on the call, but you know, these Eastern <laughs> Europeans being salty bitch. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Completely you know, like, butchered the name. Wowza. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, I don't even know if you're Eastern European. You could you could be Argentinian <laughs> with the spelling of that surname. Um, it's you know. That was and he was very much... I'm glad you found that, Meryl. I'm glad you found that. I mean, we wanted to see if you noticed it. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. Uh, no, no. So, so like that. My life was literally quarantine. It was. I go to work. I go to the hotel, and it was it was seven days a week. And my manager was very hard and very harsh and all he did was work. I mean, we had an argument once where it was like, we were in a four hour meeting and he said, Kieran, you ate a biscuit in front of the client. Never do that again. And I was like, but why? He's like, cause we are consultants. We are there to, to impart knowledge, not to eat. And I'm like, but it went over lunch. He's like, you could no. have just said breadcrumbs. Would... You're leaving breadcrumbs <laughs> of knowledge. That's, that's what you it, it, yeah. it, 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 it was mind-boggling, right? But I never yeah. felt so out, like having, I never had any control of my life, or so it felt for 10 months in a foreign country. So fast forward to quarantine and fast forward to Survivor, I am there by choice. I can decide when I want to eat, even though it's a small cup of rice or even, you know, I can mm. decide if I want to go to the bathroom. I can decide if I want to, to walk down to the ocean. It is quite literally heaven on earth compared to what I had experienced previously. Right. And so I have a lot of empathy and sympathy for someone like Jason, who came on and said that the quarantine really messed with his psyche. And when he came onto the show, you know, all his best laid plans, you know, fell, fell, fell down because that, that quarantine really affected him. So, again, to your some dog millionaire point, it, it was just another facet of my life that did actually provide a lot of benefit in the game. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to just speak back about that quarantine. Um, I, I, we didn't know even, I think we had like five days because it was like jet lag and whatever and prep for the show, you know, all those shoots and whatever it is. And mm. then uh, like, and I know that for me, there was a day where I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, who do I think I am? Like an imposter. <laughs> like, what do you do? And then like the next day, I'm like, I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> you know, like, absolute like flip out. And I know from the previous season, season six, there was one person that actually um, said, thank you so much. Um, I am not playing the game. Like they decided within that quote, just because being on your own so much, it's like being on your own in a hotel room in a foreign country, like waiting for a knock on the door. It, ju it just totally messes with you. It was harder than the game. That, wow. Those five days was actually mentally harder than the game. Did you find out who that person was by any chance? Who? The one who wanted to quit. I know who yeah. it was, yeah. No. I think they Cheap told me. Did they actually quit? Confidence. <laughs> no, but, but did they, they actually uh, they, no, they, no, they, no, they no, no, not, not they 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 quit. Do you, no, they did this is a very different <laughs> I, I please okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's okay. That's okay. Um but Kieran, yeah. coming out of the game, coming out of the game. Uh, 
we meant to take to talk about the episode that we witnessed last night, but <laughs> coming out of the game, the the jury, the jury sort of influence that you said you're definitely going to have. If you're looking at the videos happening in Ponderosa, we've got strong characters there on the jury. We've got Renid, who's very strategic, outlying everyone or outlaying everyone's plans. We've got even uh, Amy saying her, but Santony, who's really driving the message home. You saying you're going to influence these people, influence whatever the decision is. In a real world, when we're looking at sort of the, the winner, how would you do that? How would you do that if you're going to try and influence all these people? So for me, it's it, it's two parts, right? So you get emotional jurors and you get logical jurors, and you know I'm not I'm not going to convince everyone to to be either or. I, I, from a jury perspective, and me as a juror managing the jury, I, I would want to ascertain how are you perceiving people. Some people will be emotional, and that is completely their prerogative. So it's like I don't care how X person played; they are my favorite person. I am voting for them. If that's the case, absolutely fine. If your game is I'm going to look and I want it to be objective uh, and I'm going to vote for whoever tells me that they've played the best game and, and really provides a convincing argument, well, now I'm listening to you and, and you and I are going to have a chat because then it's a case of, well, let's let's talk about the criteria that that, that we're assessing, right? What, what are the things that are important to us as, as a jury? Even though it's an individual choice, there are certain facets of the game that we can agree on are important to us. So, so as a jury, one of the things that I know was important to us was we are we are definitely aware that the person we're selecting will be our representative for season eight. Whoever wins when they when you say immunity island, the next words that will come out of everyone's mouth is oh X person won. So we are acutely aware of that, and and so we want to make the choice of the person who is the best representative of the season. Now that doesn't necessarily mean the flashiest game, right? It could mean the flashiest game. It couldn't. What it really means is who has played the game deliberately, you know, can own up to the game they've played and can tell us and, and provide us with a logical and, I guess, exciting story from start to finish about how they viewed their part in the game and, and how they moved with intent to get to where they are today. Um, so, yeah, for me, it, it's about I want to see that logic. I don't want to see inconsistencies in your argument. You know, I don't want to hear you backtracking from one thing to the next. I want you to own up to your game, own up to your moves, you know, and and, and we'll we'll hear you out. So so for me, it was it was more about getting getting the the jurors to agree on what do we think is important. If if you're viewing the game in a specific mm. way, if you're not, and if your mind's made up, then that's absolutely fine also. But if we all agree, you know, it's 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 a very consulting thing to do. But if we can agree on point A, B, or point a b and c then the outcome has to be logical right just you, just in case you had any doubt that whatever whoever karen votes for isn't going to be a considered vote um here's some insight as to how he's going to plan on writing down someone's name um meryl anything well, last question i mean this is our cast and focus so where we talk to karen yeah there's just so much i think every time he talks there's just something else you want to ask Dude, you, it's really it's it's rabbit hole here yeah I actually do have a question is when when in the relationship between you and Tyson did you know like you were my ride or die like when did that happen it seemed to us quite soon um and why why was it such a deep and yeah you know to, so the second part the, the why I have no idea it's 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 
it's it's like the best the best friendships one one day you wake up and you're like you're my best friend i don't know why we've just spent enough time with each other we're best friends now yeah chemistry um, no and it was exactly that it was just like at some point i'm like i've trusted you time and time again you know i, I know you have my back you have mine and when i say I, I want to go to the end with you i mean it and you mean it and and there's no doubt about it <clears throat> when it reached the point where i'm like you know what? i'm ne- I, I will not put your name down because i I just, just, just have so much respect for the game we've played together. And if I can't win and you win, I'm equally happy. It was the Anela vote. Um, it was when I have an idol, I'm safe. Um, but Tyson's like, we'll vote for whoever you want to vote for because Anela has, has, has turned his back on you. And it, it's like, it's just a small moment of like, it's so empathetic in that moment. And his disappo- he is disappointed on my behalf that Anela came for me. And he's like, he is the one who's potentially going to, to fire making. And he's like, Nicola, Nicola Santini, it's up to you, Kieran. Even in, though in our mind, we knew that Nicola had gone to Immunity Island and she'd come back and said, guys, I didn't know making a fire is so easy. I literally it took me two minutes and I had a fire. So we had that context in our mind also. And that's why we were, I was very wary of Nicole playing the fire idol and, us having put votes on her and so for tyson to know that and to still say mate i'm so sorry that this has happened will whoever you want to put you put between Santi and nicole i'm happy to go i was like where in this world am i ever going to find another person like this to play the game with if i have if he has such devotion and loyalty towards this alliance i i the only thing i can do is reciprocate and from that moment on, like in in the lot in the episode where I went out, I didn't even try to throw him under the bus because it it would have been disingenuous to the person I am. Yeah, so it was a real Wendell Wendell and Dom vibe. Yeah, and and yeah. I tweeted Wendell, and Wendell actually got a hold of that and said, "Cool, he has to look at it at some stage." So who knows? I still think you know the outcome wasn't the same, but it was on par in terms of performance. We've got a question, Ricardo de Silva saying, "Kieran, how did you feel that Anella will be trying to claim you leaving as his move?" Yeah, I think it's. I I I don't see it that way. I think it was the obvious move. You can't claim an obvious move, right? A, a consensus where it's obvious and the, and the numbers are dwindling. No one can claim, right? It's. Hmm. Um, he, if he had got it right, the previous vote he could. And I actually told him we were sitting in the the shelter, and I was like, "Listen, mate, you try to go for me the last round. You try to get the blindside. It didn't work. You do realize that the only person you could blindside now would be Nicole." Because no, you, no one would see that coming because that's the person you didn't want to get out, so you, fl- you flipped against us. Tyson is a strategic threat. It's, it's not, you know, you can't, it's not a blindside. If you were going for a blindside, it's not a blindside. It's, it is the most obvious move. Going for me is the most obvious move. The only move you can make where it takes some sort of courage and, you know, it's breaking this mold of, I want to, to, to you know, protect her because the jury will look bad at me, is if you break it and you own it and you say, I want to be the last number, right? I want to show you guys that it was just me getting to the end. And I tried to sell that to him and, well, it didn't work. <laughs> so I don't well, think well, you can claim me going as his move is, is the, the long and short of it. Fair enough. So let's, we're not going to talk about things that didn't work. We're going to talk about now the Golden Spear. This is the moment on the show where we talk about the player who made the best move of the episode and we give our nominations. And at the end, we say who won or who deserved it most. So Meryl, who are your nominations for the Golden Spear? Well, it's the, num- the numbers are dwindling. Um, I, oh, man. It's like asking me to choose my favorite child. 
<laughs> I'm sure you've got a favorite. Don't pretend. <laughs> what? Um, uh, I I actually said chappies. Like, I'm, I'm shocked it took you that long to get there. I definitely think so. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I, it's just it's just it's just difficult because everyone is most people are playing so really very well, um, and because he just has to uh, like just the way he's fighting and and fighting and fighting and fighting. And I think he continues to fight till the end, honestly. Um, so yeah, I I, I I I completely echo that. You know, I mean, the man has had his name up for for being voted out four times in a row and he's won immunities four times in a row so mm. you know he is a physical specimen and and all power to him and you know like him and i can debate at length about whether crabs is going to make a difference from an energy perspective you know i have my view he has his view uh, but power to him again it's it you know whether there's you know the, the calories involved or whether it's a psychological aspect whatever it is it's working and yeah. and so I have, you know, like there's something I want to clarify from the episode. I do not think that what Chappies did in getting crabs and muscles for himself is is a bad move. It's his prerogative. It's his time. It's his energy. I I think if if he's willing to go and do it, good for him. He has there's there's no re reason for him to share at all. The rice is a different story. We the, the rice is a different story. <laughs> but the, the crabs and muscles that is completely fair play and and good in him for going and doing that. Um. So yeah, you know, like it's. Uh, I I think it it could be a placebo, but it is working. So he's my, my he's my only Holden Spear nomination. I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think. Yeah, we go, we go, we go. Meryl Tamlin says, "I don't know, <laughs> it's my youngest <laughs> sister, but I'm the prettiest. So it's okay." <laughs> well that's just uh being put out there on tiano uh ladies and gentlemen um going back to the the uh, chappies and the rice the rice issue wow that, that was an interesting one right when you're looking back at the episode and you actually see anela's involvement in it in replaying i mean did you know that he was involved in sort of that conversation and then getting a little bit of that rice and lying about the reward did you have like an inkling that they were lying about the reward sharing the meal or not at all no not at all not, not at all. It's, it's funny. You do have blind spots for things you you wouldn't do in the game, right? So, like in my, in my preseason interview, the one thing I said I would never do is like I'm not going to talk badly about people for the sake of it, and I'm not going to steal food from from, from the tribe. It's just it's just not things that I would want to do personally in, in the game I play. So when they yeah. when they said they had to share one meal, I was I, I you 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 see, I'm like, oh shame, sorry guys, I'm really sorry about that, and I and I felt it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I had, I honestly had no idea. I, I was more than happy to give them rice because I, I, I looking, looking back at it, but looking back at it, is it a good move for their game? Would you, would, even though you wouldn't prescribe to it, like you've mentioned, is it something that you go, well, that was a good move. They pulled the wool over my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think from a nutritional, again, at those, at that point, you, you know, like it, it, a lot of the things are placebo, right? It's, you know, a small piece of, a small bit of rice won't really make a difference. Uh, and 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 no, not a worry at all, chappies. You deserve all your flowers. Um, <laughs> he, he's he's he, he's such a beast. Um, so it's you know it could it's it's a it could be a placebo. It's like twenty calories of extra food is isn't going to make a difference. But if it feel if you feel it's making a difference, then it's a more than likely it will. Game you know, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get and I'll give you an example of of where it works oppositely. So we're on that pole, right? 
Yes, the pole challenge. There. Sorry, there are so many questions about the pole challenge saying, Kieran, how was it competing in this challenge? You know, it did super, super well. Let's talk about the pole challenge. Mental game. Yes, it's here. I've never, ever, ever in my life thought I'd be an endurance person. I've, I have never run more wow. than, than five kilometers in my life. I hate cardio with all my heart uh, and how I regret the fact that I hate it because I think it would have helped me in the game. Uh, so I never, ever thought I would be able to do this. I actually, for the first hour, I kept asking Nico for pizza. And I was like, <laughs> Nico, please just bring the pizza, man. I, I'll come down. And that's why in the next episode, when, when the reward is pizza, everyone's looking at me and clapping because like, hey, you're getting your pizza, which I didn't. Um, and <laughs> I, I'm still so sad. Uh, and, and, and so it was, it was me just going up and down nonstop. I, I, was, I really was just like going up and down. There was no rhyme or reason. And everyone's like, what the hell is this guy doing? But what that it did allow me to do is it, it, allowed, it allowed me to find a very unique way of holding the pole in comparison to everyone else, right? Everyone else is holding the pole like this or like this. And, and what it means is they're slowly just putting a lot of pressure and like pain is going into their biceps and their mm. triceps, right? And then obviously the pain in the in the legs. I ended up finding a way where like my legs were crisscrossed, and it was literally just the side of my foot that was in a slot, and I was holding the pole like this. So all the all the I don't know why all my answers are just technical, but you know all the all the pressure was sitting here, which doesn't hurt. Yeah. So it actually meant that I could change my position every ten minutes or so, but I wasn't feeling any pain um, wow. in in my shoulders. It was in my on, on my on, on my feet but that's a lot more manageable so i just kept changing yeah. positions and and there were two things so tyson saying do you have this and, I, and me stupidly going yeah yeah i got it that also gave me a surge of adrenaline because i'm like i cannot let this oak down he's literally just jumped off and if i let him down i'm gonna look like an idiot so so that gave me you know the adrenaline you can you can you, you can fire and go on and then also i'm stubborn right so <laughs> we're on the pole and anesu is like Kieran, you're not winning this. I've manifested it. Now, Oh, uh, you know, the, the, I, I don't do manifesting and all of that. I don't state my intention. I'm like, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. I, like, wh whatever, right? So when she told me, there's no way you're winning because I have manifested this. Yeah, like, well, like, screw okay. you. I'm going to show no, you. I, I'm like, now yeah. my stubborn, petty side is coming out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't manifest it, but I'm going to beat you. Right, because you know, in, in my mind, I was like, the, the argument came up like, yes, Anesu, but why did I also manifested it? And and so and so did Chappies, and, and you know, there were five people who manifested it. How did your manifestation win out over their manifestation? So then I was like, no, now I just have to win because, wow. you know, so so I can be petty also, which is a, so a the Chappies got all the other immunities because Chappies just he learned from that and didn't chirp you. He didn't say, listen, Kieran, I'm going to beat you. So that, so, so what, happened what happened was, no, what happened was in that road. <laughs> In that rope challenge, when when Anessa yeah. the eagle flew past, she actually uh, she shot past and, and whispered the the secrets of manifestation. Mm -hmm. He's perfected it, uh, um, and now he just he just gets it right. Yeah. Watch out, Red Bull! Eagle. Watch out, Red Bull! There's going to be a new can of Anessa giving you wings very very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I think look, there was a decent shot there. Nicole saying, you know, let's we might as well throw in the conversation because she didn't give up. At the end, the not giving up didn't constitute like a victory, but it was good character. And I suppose 
when you're talking about embodying someone and giving the title to a sole survivor, as an example, that's kind of what you want to see in a player, like the, the mm-hmm. attitude of never giving up. And we know how much Niku loves seeing a player do that. So, I mean, credit to Nicole. But I do think the, the winner for the Golden Spear is very obvious. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to count down. You're going to throw the spear, give me the sound effects, and say the name. Meryl, I'm not sure if you've seen this before, but just give it everything you've got. So get you ready. Three, two, one. Francois Chapman. Of Centurion. <laughs> Go Chappies! Yes, boy. Fellow Centurion next. Good job. Good job. No, well, well done, Chappies. Congratulations. Yeah, so what you're doing out there from a, an immunity challenge perspective is quite incredible, actually. Uh, so, if, yeah, it's actually remarkable. So now, moving along. Wooden Spoon versus the moment for the player who made the worst move. And I think it's going to be a bit trickier this time around. But of the episode, who made the worst move? At Meryl, the end of the spear, the at the end of the spear, the wooden part is a spoon. Yes. Um, so it was Chappies. I <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like the fact that he got caught out, or the fact that he, um, I don't know. I just was like, oh man, this is it's not a well a, a well managed situation in terms of like social management and jury management and whatever it is, because there's already now been a lie, although no one knows about the lie, there's already been a lie about the steak. And then you ate some extra rice. And like, there was just too much shadow on him making his own food. And so, yeah, that is, that's where I land. I, I, I really don't know who to give this to. Um, can I give it to myself? I'll give it to myself. <laughs> I'm putting myself in this this pathetic position where I, 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 see, really I see why you got like, along with Dino. He's also quite self-deprecating. Any chance he gets to throw himself under the bus, that's what he does. Okay, but let's 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 humor this. Let's hear your, your wooden spoon, yeah? yeah. To be honest, I just want an award, and any award is better than no. Award. <laughs> 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 um, it's uh, no. So for me, it's if I look at the at the last round, like the moment. I got upset with Santini and I said, I'm voting for Santini. When we left tribal council, I, I, I was like, that was not the right move. I knew I needed to stick with Nicole and I let my emotions get the better of me. And, you know, it, it's the second time it happened, and, but this is the, the, it's the only time it really had consequence. And, you know, I, I did it in the, in, in, in the knowing that, cool, if I'm doing this and if we're going to vote for Santini and Santini goes home, I have to win out. You know, I have to to pull a Francois and 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 win all the immunity challenges. And I thought I could do it because I'd won two. At that point, Chappies had three. And uh, two of them, I didn't compete in. So I was like, hey, I could take this boy. And I can't. So, you know, a, a miscalculation on my part. He's, he, he's, he's very good, very strong. And I, I feel I put myself in that position. So I'll take the wooden spoon. I don't think anyone did anything too hectic. Meryl, I get your point on, on Chappies. With the with with Chappie's diner and, and the crabs and mussels, but it's like a, for me, it's like if he's already if his rap sheet's already at a hundred, he put himself at hundred and two. So it's not, you know, it's 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 not going to move the needle too much. <laughs> That's a valid point. Um, I, there's there's something I want to talk about with regards to Tyson. This isn't a really wooden spoon sort of, I don't know, uh, nomination, but with regards to his injury, and. You know, talking about them. I mean, I think Santony talks about it at Ponderosa going, yeah, oh, you know, 
Tyson's injured now, so maybe that's why they got Kieran out, even though we know Kieran's obviously pulling strings, etc., etc. How much of that move of him being injured was 100% sincere and him going, maybe, you know, it is going to be between me and Kieran, and I need to kind of, you know, soften the blow a little bit and make me seem like less of a threat. Um, no, it wasn't that at all, right? So when he figured out it was coming for me, what he actually started doing is he started like jogging and like flexing his leg. And I'm like, Tyson, what are you doing? He's like, no, bro, I, I really just don't want anyone to, 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 to target you if they think it's just because I'm injured. And like he, he was, he's, wow. like, and that's why I, I tell you guys, I, I really like when he did, I'm like, how, how, how could I ever fault someone like this? The, the, it's the sincerity and loyalty and just the trust we had was, he, he was, you know, at one point he comes up to me, he's like, listen, mate, if you need to go and, and throw me under the bus, go do it. You, you know, you have my blessing. Um, so it, it, there, there's a level of sincerity and, um, you know, softness to Tyson that, that he doesn't like to show, but also like it doesn't come across, right? Because he's always like, I don't have emotion or like Chappie stole the food. But he is a, a really genuine, he's a really genuine chap. So, yeah, like, yeah. he didn't do it on purpose. He, he does come across he, like the Terminator a little bit. He does. He's he's got the Terminator yeah. vibe about him, and he, and he has the voice to, to he has the voice to, to boot. Yeah, yeah. I've got my background for for Tyson. Spoiler alert. Okay, we've got we've got something else to throw out there. Chris Dixon, who by the way, shout out to him because he's in Australia watching this, and I think it's like four o'clock, whatever the time is, in the morning, and he's still watching. Chris is an absolute live. legend. Yeah, wow. Chris legend. is an absolute legend. So shout out to him asking, and he's got a question. Should we not give the wooden spoon to LaRue for not giving you the opportunity to find a, a hidden immunity idol? <laughs> do, you, so. do, you know, do you know how, to, how, how I wish when I, when I read that idol paper and it said, um, can only be played up until there are six people left. I was like, oh man, this is the season they decided to change it. Because when I hand my idol to Nico in the last tribal council, you'll see I talk, but you can't hear what I say. And I literally say, um, Nico, I'm giving you this. I don't need it tonight, but it's the last time it can be played because I knew I, I knew that I wasn't going to have the most or the second most votes. Um, so if if it could have been played at final five, uh, you wouldn't be talking to me today. And I mean, I've re I, I love this chat, but it could have waited for <laughs> a week or two. <laughs> I agree with you. All right, so we've also got one last thing. We've got Lem saying wooden spoon to Chappies for not saving Kieran. He's sour. So, I mean, that one. so, I'm going to count down to three again. You guys know what to do. Make that noise. Make the sound. And it's a wooden spoon sound now, Meryl. So, no pressure. But I really, the sound effects is really what elevates TNO from other podcasts. If we don't have it, we are nothing. So, we're going to count down. Okay. Three, two, one. Stop misbehaving. Aaron, <laughs> the sound of a wooden spoon for me is, is being beaten with one. So, so it's a nice little... I'm scooping, I'm scooping the muscles out of the poiki pot. There we go, Chappies. First, I think like Tato says, yeah, first person ever to get the golden spear and wooden spoon on the same episode. So congrats, making history, left, right, and center. All right. Yeah, well, I gave it to myself. I, it, we were at a deadlock. Or oh, did you give it to Chappies also? also? Did you true. also give it to Chappies, Claudio? I'm just, I'm, I'm taking the consensus of the comments there. Uh, I, I like... You know, LaRue, maybe, maybe. I mean, like you said, it would have been nice. LaRue, I'm giving it to you. Yeah, wouldn't you for LaRue? So, you know, contentious here. Okay, LaRue so would love one. to play Survivor, so he's you, probably really stoked. You, you, you still need to get cast for season nine, bro. Take it back. No. Don't give it to him. 
you know, yeah, no, no, no. You know what take, we're gonna do? Take it back. He can play. He can play season nine, and then we, TNO, can be involved in helping set. You know, you know, set up the production, and everything. We'll, we'll take their learnings. You know, the DOS. I think that's a good idea there. Maybe like, give the man a chance. Let him play. We want to see the replay. If that's yeah, possible. Um, yeah. he just read Kieran's notes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I'm just tapping up the minutes after this. Okay, I'll send you my <laughs> Thank you very and much. I think thanks, thank you, Meryl. Thank you, Meryl. I yeah. mean, both two contractors here. Yeah, we understand the rate game, so that's fine. That's all right. That's all good. Um, I'm in materials. <laughs> it says Meryl knows the wooden spoon well too. That's hey, Camden. Camden's charming here. <laughs> and she she'll beat me like she'll I'll beat her with a wooden spoon maybe, but she'll uh, win me. She'll win me with words. <laughs> okay. You too. We're going to move over to Storms Brewing. This is where we make our predictions and give our forecasts as to what we think is coming in the next episode. So, Meryl, ladies first. Let's hear what you think. Obviously, again, we know Kieran's hands are tied to a certain extent, but it doesn't mean you can give away a little, little bit of um, teasers. So, Meryl, what do you think is happening in the next episode? So, when Merge happened at 12, it was a conundrum for me because whether it's final two or three, um, there is the, uh, the, the votes can be tied without a tiebreaker. So I am like anticipating that there's another big twist towards the jury side that's going to come up now. Um, I've, I've been waiting for it and like the um, the math hasn't made sense and it's still not making sense to me. So I'm hoping it comes up now. Um, I also anticipate another big twist, especially because there was no uh, idol at five, that there is something else coming up. So um, a big twist, I would say, um, either... The jury gets an extra vote, or you can choose which vote the jury gets to for the final three, if there's a mm. final three. Um, and then I think, I think Anela goes home. Yeah, hmm. that's that's an interesting yeah. take on it. The final three talk is very interesting as well because um, they're talking about final three like it's a given. I want to know <laughs> what makes them so certain that they think this is the final three mm. in terms of looking at this. That that's the thing I'm curious about. I don't know. What do you think, Meryl? Why do you think they're convinced about that when they're talking? I think I think the the the, 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 the what Survivor has become by standard has been three, and it makes for a much more interesting finale as well. When there's three people to choose and not two, um, I'm hoping for a final three. I don't like when there's just two. It's kind of it's it's quite dull. It's duller than a three. So. Yeah. But a lot of the time when we have three in the final, there's always that one dud who just tends to be carried along. That's okay. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right with the duds. That's fine. <laughs> no, it also, like, I don't know. It just, it just, it, it also allows the numbers to fall, you know, not exactly on two people. Like, this, this, you as a viewer, and isn't, and even as, because I, I'm sure you know, and the viewers know as well. That when you cast your votes for um, the the winner of the season, it goes into an urn. And Larue and Henry are the only people I think that know who like everyone. No one is allowed to be in that voting confessional. It's only them, and they are the only people who know. So it's a mystery to even us as castaways because we are sworn to secrecy and sign our lives away. But so even to us, it's it's. I mean, you you maybe have an indication, but you're still unsure. Um, so I, I think it like plays to the excitement of the of the game and the final. Like, who could it be? Oh my word! It could be anybody's game. Like we see how close Rob and Nicole were as well, where people were so sure that Rob would get all of the votes. It wasn't that way. Um, mm. We thought that maybe someone would have voted for Durao as well, based on 
the speeches that were given at that final tribal. It wasn't aired, but um, we all thought that <laughs> at least one person voted for Dural. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there was a few so, of us who so, thought that. So in terms so, of the speech... Who was the one person you thought that voted for Dural? Yes, who was that person? Thank you. Thanks, good co-hosting there. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, mother, I don't know if it did. <laughs> I don't know if it did make the final air, but she said that Dural played a much more riskier game than what Rob did. Rob had things coming to him. Dural had to chop and change, and so his game was a lot more risky. And so, based on that, like we were, we were about like seventy percent sure that she voted for Dural. Yeah, we were hmm. like, mm, I wonder, I wonder, yeah. Not that it would have been a bad thing, Durang, or to anyone listening. I mean, credit to that. I think it's the first time anyone's heard that, that side of Durang's game. So, shout out. I don't know if, have you guys ever seen the, the cult movie, The Room? It's like an no. awful, awful movie. This guy who wanted to make his own movie, so he directed it, he wrote it. It was really bad. Go check it, check it out afterwards. And it's become this iconic film in Hollywood because it's so bad. So, like, I kind of feel like, I feel like Durang, no offense to him, but I feel like his gameplay is so legendary because of his obliviousness of the game but yet making it to the end. So I like us, I said, draw some Incredible. comparisons there. Yeah. So shout out to Durang. I know we're meant to be talking about uh, predictions. Kieran, your turn in terms of what you think is going to come. What do you want to see? Because obviously you don't know what happens on the island, but you kind of know what happens after the yeah. island to a certain extent. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'll, I'll talk about how I felt when I left, right? Um, for me, it, it, looking at it, I'm like, cool. Nicole and Anila have solidified what they had previously. And, you know, it's, I, I, I can't imagine them turning on one another. So I, I want to see if that, that's going to be true. And, and it's a, it really is at this point to scramble to who can win immunity and, and, and how those permutations shift. So I think, you know, up for a very juicy proposition if uh, one of the original Zambas win, win immunity, because mm -hmm. then Tyson and Chappies are, are both free agents to be voted out. If uh, if Chappies wins immunity again, then you know Tyson is available, and the question is, can he sway Anello, Nicole, and Ch or Chappies to work with him? And you know, if Tyson wins immunity, it's the same question with yeah. uh, with regards to Chappies. So you know, it, so many permutations, and at this stage, I'm I'm hoping to see. You know, you generally will start seeing more um, complex, uh, not complex. What's the word? It's compartments of 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 challenges put together into one. So there'll be a physical component, there'll be a mm. mental component. Mm. So it'll be interesting, I think, to be anyone's game. Yeah, that's pretty... I mean, if when you're looking at it, we know, obviously, Chappies has the physical attributes of it. If we bring in the other parts, I mean, because we've only seen him win all the challenges, what are the certain strengths? So, like, Nicole, obviously, she was a bit short catching the thing, so from a physical perspective, lack there, but what are their strengths in these challenges if you had to pinpoint them? So say, what would Anela's strength be in the challenge? What would Nicole's be? <laughs> So, you know, like Nicole and Tyson, they have the same wheelhouse of, 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 mm. of physical capabilities. It's the balance. Um, agility. Agility, endurance. Chappies has proven himself to be an all-around threat. So I don't, like, to anyone who thinks Chappies is only good at, um, like, like, swimming, that's incorrect. He won a puzzle in the, in, you know, yeah. in the last one. And uh, so he, he is all-around. Um, well, yeah, I'd love to see him with a more, you know, like if if it goes to another memory type challenge, which I I doubt it, but like you know so, something in that realm, mm. I, I wonder how 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 he'd do. Um, Anella Anella's starting to to prove himself to be a bit better. His 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 podium positions are increasing, so he did well on the 
Um, I mean, is that not is that not like a level of probability? There are less people now. So. Yes. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, fair enough. But I was to, yeah. to, uh, in in a vain way, I was looking at how he was doing compared to me. Um, okay. You Own your game, Just own it. That, that's all. That's all we want from a TNO perspective. You know. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, I, I think you know, I, I think Anela is is good at a few things. Like, he was right up there in the in the puzzle at the end. Also, so it you know it it really it, it also just really depends on the day. If you had asked me when I would anticipate I would have won immunity challenges, I even told Ruru, I'm like I'm expecting to win a couple at the end. I just happen to be playing in the same season as someone who goes and wins six rewards and immunities in a row. Like I couldn't get final the final five idol. I have to be up oh. against a challenge beast. You know, it's you know if for the for those who who are that way inclined, Mars was not aligned to Venus over this period in time, and it just didn't work out perfectly for me. Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> if, if we're, if we're, I'm, I'm talking nonsense. Um, you know, it had and, to be in alignment with Jupiter. You didn't set your intentions before. That's actually let's mm, just. Mm. That you know, Meryl, is... I actually think if my vision board was up to date. <laughs> Did uh, you take your essential oils and your amber crystal with you? No, and I did not make a wish on New Year's Day and and kiss my fiance. That's a big issue. And I, there was there was a, a full chicken that I cut up and I got the wishbone and I threw it in the bin. And I actually think a lot of my problems started around that day. And it was a Woolworths chicken, so you know those wishbones uh, mean a lot more. Free range. Um, well, they definitely range. cost a lot more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, shout out shout out to sean for being online again and recognizing what i was talking about tommy Wasu. that's the name of the director of the movie the room so shout out yes you know what i'm saying okay i think i've read up about this room yeah you must check it out it's pretty funny yeah. it's so so bad it's good okay final thoughts but claudio yeah. you didn't give your opinion on what's gonna storm brewing what do you think uh, do you really want to know my opinion yes okay cool well I seeing as you. Yeah, thank you. No, no, I don't. I mean, I thought you'd be polite. You know, it's one of those. No, things. I do. I want to hear. Okay, cool. I like the fact that I've got two curious people on the show actually asking me my opinion. I like that. Thank you very much. I feel super honored. I'm on, on TNO. Okay, so what I think is pretty interesting. We know Chappies. He's got a plan A. He talks about plan B. There isn't really a plan B for him, which also working in his favor because if you've got one plan, you've got to commit to it, which is translating in terms of the challenges. However, this is Survivor. Your your luck can only run so far. And that's that's where I think Kieran's making the valid point. Maybe if they change the game up a bit, he's gonna he's gonna get to that point where he's gonna struggle. So I think I've been saying this. I think the last three weeks is gonna come to a point where it's gonna end. And maybe this is just me being a betting person, betting on a result, knowing you know I'm looking at the patterns. Patterns. There's just no ways he can carry this to the end. Um, I think when I'm looking at Nicole and Nella, I mean. You kind of reference the Stockholm syndrome issue with regards to that relationship. We know Nicole's not going to, even though she calls, I like the fact that she's quite overt when someone's backstabbed her and said something. She's like, hey, Kieran, you lied to me. Hey, why, why did, I love that part about her because she puts it all on, on the cards and on the table. And I do think if she makes it to the end, the jury will respect something like that because she's going to own whatever she's done. And she said from day one, she even said in the last tribal council that at the end of the day, She's not strategic on a certain level, certain like a Kieran, and she's not athletic to a certain point, even though she is competitive, but she can't beat a France, but she is owning a game, and I think that's going to be a huge credit to her. If I'm looking at Tyson at this moment in time, the numbers are dwindling. So it's either going to be a, a Chappies or a Tyson, and then whether or not we get a final two or three, 
you know, that's irrelevant in my opinion because, like I said, the third the third person who goes to Jerry, there's, it's always a dud. So if we get a three way, <laughs> we get a three way sort of comp contest, that's going to be super interesting. But that's pretty much my take on it. I don't know. Did I answer that well? Or was there something that I'm missing? Is there anything else you want to know? Hmm. Yes. Can I ask you guys a question? Okay. Yes. Uh, I have a question. So let's 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 run through permutations. It's um, yep. If Chappies are still in the chat, that's what, that's what they always used to tease me about when we'd come back from Travel Council. I'd say permutations about four times or, or, or 40 times. I can't remember <laughs> what the number was that they quoted. But if so, let's look. We have four people. And if it's a final three, you could have Chappies, Anela, Nicole. You could have Tyson, Anela, Nicole. You could have Chappies, Tyson, Anela. You could have Chappies, Tyson, Nicole. Right. In those different permutations, who do you think would win in, the, in those scenarios? I'd love to, I'd love to get how you, you guys are reading it. Okay, can you start with the first one? Then Meryl can go. Okay, okay. Can go. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So let's go, let's, let's go first. So let's do, I'll, I'll do the Chappies, Anela, Nicole. Who do you think is winning? Chappies. Chappies. Okay. Tyson, Anela, Nicole. Tyson. Yep, Tyson, I agree with that. Okay. Chappies, Tyson, Anela. Chappies, Tyson, Chappies. Anela. Yeah, Chappies, just because I think Tyson's upset a lot of Jerry members. I think that one will be very close. That'll be like a one voter, but I think Tice, uh, Chappie's game, just to go solo, I think people might just respect that because he's been playing by himself for a long time. I think, yep. Tice, then, I think Chappie's wins any of them, to be, like right now. I think he always wins. <laughs> and then you know, the last one would be Chappie's, Tyson, and Nicole. So, so you're going to say Chappie's? That's the one I think. I think that's the one, and I think Chappie's wins. Yo, Tato saying Chappie's too. I think... I, I would love to see a Tyson Chappies final two. I don't, I think you mentioned about how crucial the social parties of this game playing strategy. And I think Tyson's absolutely like blown that part in the worst possible way. So I don't think, I think at the end of the day, you want people to give you votes and that's where he probably loses. So Chappies. Yeah. I th like from the word go, I have been a Tyson girl. <laughs> Like people know that I've been like, it's Tyson, it's Tyson. The kind of edit is getting it's Tyson. And then, uh, yeah, during merge, um, my tune kind of changed a little. But um, I think, I for, back to your point, Claudio, that Tyson has kind of blown up the social part of the game. And the fact that he also earlier on says, and it's like, I don't want to play with these people. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that, that little, those little pieces of information is so that we have the viewer have a better understanding of why he doesn't get it. Is because, unlike Kieran and Chappies and something and so many other people, he didn't maybe put in enough social work, um, social work, and yeah. um, and Chappies, <laughs> Chappies owns every part of his game, and as a jury member, you don't like. People must just own the game. Say that I was the biggest bee ever and I screwed you over and I like mm. just own your villainy and your hero-ness because we're not all just these one-dimensional people, you know. Um, like just own everything that you did and he does like in a spectacular way. So, yeah. This, this is interesting. Joseph saying then again, Carla did say Chappie's had no social skills several episodes ago. So, yeah, I don't know, but if... <laughs> Yeah, but if we're looking contextually, I don't think, I think that because he's had no one to play with, technically speaking, for such a long period of time of the merge, I kind of feel like you've got to discredit that from the earlier part of the game. I don't know. What, what do you think about that in terms of saying, yeah, okay, cool. It might not be that great, but we know going into it, he was, his back was up against the wall. Is that a terrible excuse? 
Um, I think I think having a a comment like that uh, carry weight through the season. It, it it can't really. It it like it was so early in the season. Kieran made this amazing analogy to the Lion King. Oh my head! And just saying that halfway through the movie, it's fantastic. Halfway through the movie, the Lion King Simba is pretty much a loser. If you stop the movie there, he's like. This is Kieran's. I don't actually want to mess this up. I'm just trying to remember when when I when I told you this. But yes, you continue. I, I, I'm, no, I'm enjoying hearing my, my words emanating from it's someone else. Brilliant! It it's so important. brilliant. <laughs> you are, you are okay, very I'll, important. I am. I'm so honest to you. And I've got so many me? notes. Yes, oh, please, you yeah. go. Okay. 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 So. So, so it was the Rainier Tribal Council and, and Nico's asking about, you know, what about resumes? When when do resumes start being important? Like, have you started building it? And I'm like, no, Nico, it doesn't really matter at this point, right? Because if, if you think of the Lion King, we're about halfway through the game. If you pause the Lion King now, right? Simba sucks, right? Yeah. If, just based off his resume, he's, he's killed his father. He's run away in shame. He's a lion who's now a vegan. What? Why? Right? And his best mates are a, 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 a warthog and, and a meerkat. It, and you forget him. And, this... and Nala. Nala comes back. The hot chick comes back and he doesn't feel good enough to, to take her. You know You know what I mean? Like, be, be yeah, with yeah. her. Yeah. He, he is just, he's just terrible. Like, at that point in the game, halfway through the game or the movie, he is not getting any votes. Right? But what a transformation um towards the end right he, he goes back he avenges he avenges his father he gets rid of the hyenas he get rid he gets rid of his of his uncle he starts eating meat again you know and he gets he, he gets he gets his uh, beautiful nala so you know it's the game re to, to look at your cv at any point other than at the end is not the right thing to do right because you and we've seen it in seasons gone past if if you've done absolutely nothing and then Right at the end, you get rid of two or three of the big players, exactly like as Anela tried to do to do with me. Right? If you pull that off, all of a sudden, you're, you're the baddest guy or girl in town. So having a big CV at the beginning or at the middle or making that just the biggest focal point of your game, I disagree with. Because if the Lion King has told you anything, um, you know, it, it really, the context that matters is the context at the end. So you shouldn't be comparing, in the middle of the game, you shouldn't be comparing your position to anyone else because it changes completely. Um, yeah, so that, that was the, the Lion King reference. Very cool. Yeah. I suppose to Zachary, yep. Yeah, no, Good. to Zachary's point, uh, um, there has been also a lot of indication that Nicole, I think, definitely has the admiration and I think if we're just going off <coughs> who the jury likes the most, I think it would be Nicole gets the votes. Yeah. Um, she has, yeah, she has the most fans. She's she's worked in challenges the hardest. I mean, there was that challenge where it, where it was just her and Chappies. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, she's very much a contender in her own in her own way. But it's <coughs> like it's like uh, in season fourteen, Michelle was a contender in her own way. But in the light of Tony's game, you know, like it's it just it it's not it's not a winning for that season. It wasn't the winning strategy. Maybe in another season it would have been, but not for this one. I don't mm. think. And that was just based on the players she was playing with and what they respected to Kieran's point and what they kind of the metrics they placed before. She played a killer social game and had every right to winning. So yeah, Nicole definitely up there from a social perspective. Mm. Um, 
Meryl, Kieran, it's about that time of the show. This is, I just also want to say, so we had the most viewers on today. We've kept them going for an hour and 46 minutes. This is the longest TNO episode to date. So congrats for doing that. Wow. I don't know, shout out for that. Another reward for you, Kieran. Take yeah. it, take it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Man. Uh, does, 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 so, so does this come with a million bucks? I, I heard something about a million bucks. About that. We need to talk well, about a million that. bucks of built on, billion built on sticks. Yeah. Sure we can. There we go. Or, <laughs> Find a sponsor. Come on. <laughs> Cloud is Portuguese. So I'll I'll even take payments in Prego rolls. I mean, oh, Prego rolls, whatever, whatever. I'm a butcher, fruit and veg. What do you want? We can make a plan. Let's talk oh, about it. But then we need exchanges. Avocados. Need avocados. <laughs> yeah, avocados. <laughs> I'll I'll provide right. samosas. Hey! <laughs> Sounds like a party. We we good to go. I'm picking the chips. I'm picking the chips. <laughs> To, to the Knight family who hopped on tonight, we really appreciate it. No Yay. doubt you you were part of the, the record no, attendance. To Sean Tato, uh, Najwa, I think it's Najwa, that's how you pronounce it. To Tato, Chris Dixon, Na Joseph, there's so many people here. Lem, Zachary, I think it's your brother, the cousin, or whoever that is. Um, but yeah, Francois, for being here yet again. Um, thank you for joining us. If there's someone I've forgotten, you know, my bad. I'll make up for it next week. And just keep an eye out on the TNO sort of platforms because we will be launching a, some sort of a prize for the finale because we think whoever's watched with us deserves to get something in return. So keep an eye peeled for that. So, Meryl, Kieran, I know we had final thoughts, but you can end off with a one-liner, one one-liner. Meryl, you go first because I have no idea what it's So much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, people always, no, my, my kids, like after I'd been back from the island after a year, the eldest was like, oh, mommy. How did you poo when you were on the island? And I was like, <laughs> we dug a hole and you pooed and you took a leaf. He was like, and we have cats. And he was like, oh, like a cat. So you went scratching. <laughs> did did no, he yeah. leave a nice surprise for you after that conversation? <laughs> no, he's, he, was, he was eight then. So <laughs> if he left me a surprise, I'd be very disappointed. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, but he was like, so you dug in like, like a cat. Did you dig in there? No, we got a spade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's how we pooed good good way to end off the show there meryl kieran <laughs> so yeah my, my final thought will actually just be a, a final thanks so, so meryl thank you so much for for coming on to the, my my boot episode so great chatting to you um it's been really really fun and then cloud you to you also just a big thanks just you know for for adding so much to the community you know week in week out you, you do it live which is which is which is tough right you have to yeah. you have to bring your energy and uh, charisma every week and you know all the extra stuff you do with the photoshop in the background and and whatnot it, it really <laughs> makes a difference right it's, it's it's a small touch but it's 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 a really nice touch so just a big thank you to to everything you do yeah thank you well thank you so much i'm happy to end off like that thank you that thank you anyway thank you everyone yeah. have a fantastic evening that welcome. means a lot thanks <laughs> And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs>